Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. This is the Muslim Experience Podcast, and I'm your host, Farooq. Inshallah, we are continuing our journey through the Quran, and today we will also cover three surahs as we did in the previous episode. This episode will cover Surah An Naml, Surah Qasas, and Surah Al Ankabut. In the name of Allah, the Most Beneficent, Most Merciful. Let us begin with Surah An Naml. This surah reminds us about the proof of the Quranic revelation to Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam and the importance of knowledge. The surah begins with regards to the belief in Allah and those who don't believe. Verse number 16 to 44 is very interesting. This covers the story of Suleiman, peace be upon him, and Bilqis, queen of Sheba. He asks from Allah and also with regards to the blessings and it shows how it is to be grateful and thankful. Verse number 16, And Solomon inherited David. He said, O people, we have been taught the language of the birds, and we have been given from all things. Indeed, this is evident bounty. Number 17, And gathered for Solomon were his soldiers of the jinn, and men and birds, and they were marching in rows. So Allah blessed him with having the jinn as his workers, as well as the animals and the men. There is also a beautiful conversation with regards to the ants. He has the capacity and capability of listening to them, so they would not be crushed on this path. He also notices that the hupu is missing, and unless he is absent for a reason, there would be a severe punishment for him. But the hoopoo stayed not long and said, I have encompassed in knowledge that which you have not encompassed. And I have come to you from Sheba with certain news. So Sheba is the queen. And that's where he went to inquire to find out what is going on. And then he mentioned, I found that there a woman ruling them. And she had been given of all things. And she has a great throne. And of course he mentions that they were prostrating to the sun instead of Allah and Satan made their deeds pleasing to them and averted them from his way so that they are not guided. Verses number 45 to 53 and 54 to 58 cover the story of Prophet Saleh, peace be upon him, and his people, and also Prophet Lut, peace be upon him, and his people. Verse number 45, And we have certainly sent to Thamud their brother Saleh, saying, Worship Allah. And at once there were two parties conflicting. He said, O my people, why are you impatient for evil instead of good? Why do you not seek forgiveness of Allah that you may receive mercy? They said, We consider you a bad omen, you and those with you. He said, Your omen is with Allah. Rather, you are a people being tested. So within these verses, there are many conversations that take place between Prophet Saleh and his people and uh, Prophet Lut and his people as reminders to their people about worshipping Allah and if they are doing bad or causing corruption on earth, they must stop. Verses number 59 to 65 are a series of very powerful rhetorical questions. So there is a marvel in this section that 
How can anybody reject Allah and worship something their own hands have carved? So idols, etc. This is uh, questioning those kind of things that people worship that they created with their own hands and they are not capable of providing for them, helping them in any way. Verse number 59 say, O Muhammad wasallam, Praise be to Allah and peace be upon his servants whom he has chosen. Is Allah better or what they associate with him? More precisely, is he not best who created the heavens and the earth and sent down for you rain from the sky, causing it to grow thereby gardens of joyful beauty, which you could not otherwise have grown the trees thereof? Is there a deity with Allah? No, but there are a people who ascribe equals to him. So those verses cover that. And we will conclude with this surah, verse number 89. Whoever does a good deed shall receive many more times good. Whoever does an evil, it will count exactly as their evil. Okay, so we are now going to move on to Surah Qasas. Uh, as you know, you know, as we get closer into the the smaller surah, we're going to try and uh, cover as much as we can through this series. So please bear with me as we do this. So Surah Qasas, context and background, the lessons we can actually extract into our personal lives. These are very important verses. Uh, for instance, verse number five. Uh, you will never attain a victory without a sacrifice and struggle. So whatever you're going through, whatever you're trying to accomplish, there are going to be sacrifices within that. Verse number five. And we wanted to confer favor upon those who are oppressed in the land and make them leaders and make them inheritors. Verse number seven to 17 covers the story of Musa and his mother and as a reminder for us that when you are feeling down and depressed and empty, you must turn to Allah. The perfect repentance is you repent immediately. Verse number seven. And we inspired to the mother of Moses, suckle him. But when you fear for him, cast him into the river and do not fear and do not grieve. Indeed, we will return him to you and we will make him one of the messengers. So just imagine a mother who has given birth to her child and now she has to cast him away, put him in a, a basket and put him in the river. And the baby is taken away into these waves. And of course, the family of Pharaoh picked him up out of the river so that he would become to them an enemy and a cause of grief. And they don't know that yet, of course. Indeed, Pharaoh and Haman and their soldiers were deliberate sinners. And the wife of Pharaoh said, he will be a comfort of the eye for me and for you. Do not kill him. Perhaps he may benefit us, or we may adopt him as a son. And they perceived not. And the heart of Moses' mother became empty of all else. She was about to disclose the matter concerning him. Had we not bound fast her heart, that she would be of the believers. And she said to his sister, follow him. So she watched him from a distance while they perceived not. And we had prevented from him all wet nurses before. So she said, Shall I direct you to a household that will be responsible for him, for you while they are to him for his upbringing sincere? So we restored him to his mother, that she might be content and not grieve. 
and that she would know that the promise of Allah is true, but most of the people do not know. How amazing is this beautiful story that when the baby was cast into the river, Pharaoh and his wife picked up this baby and then all the wet nurses they were seeking, it turns out the baby ends up with its own mother, subhanAllah. And when he attained his full strength and was mentally mature, we bestowed upon him judgment and knowledge. Verse number 20 reminds us about when we turn to Allah, Allah helps us from places you will never expect. Verse number 20. And a man came from the farthest end of the city running. He said, O Moses, indeed, the eminent ones are conferring over you, as in intending to kill you. So leave the city. Indeed, I am to you of the sincere advisers. So this is Allah warning Moses, Allah providing that warning to Moses so that he finds safety. Moving on to verse number 21 to 28. Musa, peace be upon him, is now a refugee. He's fleeing for his life from verse number 21. So he left it, fearful and anticipating apprehension. He said, My Lord, save me from the wrongdoing people. And when he directed himself towards Madian, he said, Perhaps my Lord will guide me to the sound way. And when he came to the well of Madian, he found there a crowd of people watering their flocks. And he found aside from them two women driving back their flocks. He said, What is your circumstance? They said, We do not water until the shepherds dispatch their flocks, and our father is an old man. So he watered their flocks for them. And he went back to the shade and said, My Lord, indeed, I am for whatever good you would send down to me in need. Then one of the two women came to him walking with shyness. She said, Indeed, my father invites you that he may reward you for what? For having watered us. So he came back to him and related to him the story. He said, Fear not, you have escaped from the wrongdoing people. And one of the women said, O oh, father, hire him. Indeed, the best one you can hire is the strong and the trustworthy. So this story carries on. And then we go to verse number 38 to 40, which is the story of Haman. He is the evil wazir of Pharaoh. And Pharaoh said, O oh, eminent ones, I have not known I have not known you to have a God other than me. Then ignite for me, O Haman, a fire upon the clay and make for me a tower that I may look at the God of Moses. And indeed, I do think he is among the liars. So this is Pharaoh trying to show his power, which obviously he doesn't have. Verse number 39, and he was arrogant. And he and his soldiers in the land without right, and they thought that they would not be returned to us. Verse number 40, so we took him and his soldiers and threw them into the sea. So see how was the end of the wrongdoers, that is when the sea was parted for Moses. And as they reached to the end of the other side, that is when the waves came back in and killed each and every one of Pharaoh's soldiers and himself. Verse number 71 to 73 reminds us about the blessings of creation, the synchronization of the night and day and vice versa. Verse number 71, say, Have you considered if Allah should make for you the night continuous until the day of resurrection? 
What deity other than Allah could bring you light? Then will you not hear? So this is a reminder that we could be in complete darkness all the time. But it is Allah who is providing the power of this light, this beautiful day that we are blessed with. And it continues, say, have you considered if Allah should make for you the day continuous until the day of resurrection? What deity other than Allah could bring you night in which you may rest? Then will you not see? So again, there's a parallel there, which is the opposite. What if we were living in continuous daylight? How would we know when to rest? Verses number 76 to 81 continue in this surah of the story of Garun. So connecting yourself with the people of knowledge is very important. Listen to knowledge, even if you're full-time in something else. Knowledge is absolutely essential. Verse number 76, indeed, Garun was from the people of Moses, but he tyrannized them. And we gave him of treasures whose keys would burden a band of strong men. Thereupon his people said to him, Do not exalt. Indeed, Allah does not like the exultant. But seek through which that which Allah has given to you, the home of the hereafter. And yet do not forget your share of the world. And do good as Allah has done good to you. Verse number 85 was actually revealed most likely in the Hijrah on the way from Makkah to Medina. Indeed, O Muhammad wasallam, He who imposed upon you the Qur'an will take you back to a place of return. Say, My Lord is most knowing of who brings guidance and who is in clear error. Verse number 86 And you were not expecting that the book would be conveyed to you, but it is a mercy from your Lord. So do not be an assistant to the disbelievers. And never let them avert you from the verses of Allah after they have been revealed to you and invite people to your Lord. And never be of those who associate others with Allah. And do not invoke with Allah another deity. There is no deity except him. Everything will be destroyed except his face. His is the judgment unto him. You will be returned. And lastly, let us cover Surah Al-Ankabut, verse number 1 to 3, reminds us about every aspect about our life with it being a test. So whether it's a persecution, as what's happening around you in the world, whether it's wealth, whether it's time, everything is a test. We are constantly living in tribulation. Verse number 2. Do the people think that they will be left to say, we believe, and they will not be tried? Of course you will be tried. Verse number 3 continues. But we have certainly tried those before them, and Allah will surely make evident those who are truthful, and he will surely make evident the liars. Verse number 10. Whatever happens in this world is never as serious as the hereafter. So reminding us that this world is temporary, responding to the sufferings of this world can potentially bring you eternal bliss and comfort in the hereafter, as long as you have that connection with Allah. Verse number 10. And of the people are some who say, we believe in Allah. And when one of them is harmed for the cause of Allah, they consider the trial of the people as if they were the punishment of Allah. But if victory comes from your Lord, they say, indeed, we were with you. Is not Allah most knowing of what is within the breasts of all creatures? We move on to verses number 14 to 40, which covers Nuh alayhi salam 
And the fact that he preached for 950 years and he's been told as the paragon of patience. 950 years. Just imagine that, where he turned to his people and constantly reminded day and night, day and night, about worshipping Allah and none other than Allah. So, of course, we get frustrated with people, especially when we try to advise once, twice, thrice, and then we just literally give up. But this is a reminder for us all that Nuh gave da'wah, gave an invitation to people to Islam for 950 years. So we, we must try to remain patient. Let's move on to verse number 41. The likeness of those who take false gods besides Allah is like the spider that builds the most fragile house. So this is an example provided in Surah Al-Ankabut. The example of those who take allies other than Allah is like that of a spider who takes a home. And indeed, the weakest of homes is of the spider, if only they knew. Verses number 48 to 59, Allah calls those who want to understand and memorize the Qur'an as people of knowledge. And the love of the Qur'an is an indication of the love of Allah. So let us draw ourselves closer to Allah. Verse number 48, And you did not recite before it any scripture, nor did you inscribe one with your right hand. Otherwise, the falsifiers would have had cause for doubt. Rather, the Qur'an is distinct verses preserved within the breasts of those who have been given knowledge and none reject our verses except the wrongdoers. Verses number 50 and 51 mentions about the Qur'an being the ultimate miracle. Anytime you have a doubt, it is from Satan or the enemies of this religion. So open and recite the Qur'an. Verse number 50 But they say, Why are not the signs sent down from his Lord? Say, the signs are only with Allah, and I am only a clear warner. And it is not sufficient for them that we revealed to you the book which is recited to them. Indeed, in that is a mercy and reminder for a people who believe. Verse number 45 is a very famous verse which is mentioned in the sermons on Friday, the khutbah. The one who prays regularly, their lifestyle changes. So prayer and decency are linked together. Verse number 45. Recite, O Muhammad wasallam, what has been revealed to you of the book, and establish prayer. Indeed, prayer prohibits immorality and wrongdoing. And the remembrance of Allah is greater. And Allah knows that which you do. Verse number 46 teaches us about compassion and gentleness using wisdom. And do not argue with the people of the scriptures except in a way that is best, except for those who commit injustice among them. And say, we believe in that which was revealed to us and revealed to you. And our God and your God is one, and we are Muslims in submission to him. And to conclude this surah and this podcast, verses number 64 to 69 mentions about the great Islamic rule. Whoever stands up, and walks towards Allah, whoever wants to do something for the sake of Allah, Allah will surely facilitate the path for them. Verse number 64 And this worldly life is not but diversion and amusement, and indeed the home of the hereafter, 
That is the eternal life, if only they knew. Let us remind ourselves that this Qur'an, this life, this purpose that we have, that we endure our tribulations, and as long as we keep Allah close to us, we will be successful in this life and the hereafter. Let us remind ourselves that we are nothing without Allah, and we need Allah, He does not need us. And let us also turn to Him, establish prayer, and remember Him often for true success in this life. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.